Hello there. It's showtime, Mr. Funny Bones. With your hosts, Tyler Kane and Alex Lyshow, this is Two Clowns and a Goat. We're back. Hello, Poppet. <laughs> Dude, it feels like our last episode was like a year ago. Dude, you know what it feels like right now? It's we are Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum walking through the desert after we just got back from space in Independence Ooh, Day. That's good. That's good. Cigars in mouth. We are returning home back to where we belong. Feels good to be back. Rocky stepping back in the ring. Gosh. One last time. Uh, Rambo. Rambo for one last time. Yeah. Final blood. <laughs> Anyways, dude, how are you? Good. I literally, because I have no idea what your process is, like notes-wise, how you go about yeah. <laughs> gathering it together. But I literally, I sat on my phone all day at work. I sat on my phone when I got home, just staring at the screen. I have nothing going on. Dude. I don't have any stories. I don't have any fun tales. There's just nothing happening. It's so sad. I'm so glad that you're saying that because I sat there at work today <laughs> from three to five. I spent two hours thinking, what, what is going on? Like, here's what it comes down to. Work sucks your life away. It does. It does. It does. And until we, one of us has the balls to break out of this jail we're in, our lives are going to be this. No stories that we haven't already told each other. And that's it. Yep. So we got, we got to make a change. Yeah. Got to find more stories. Um, so literally all my notes are basically revolving around football. Oh, my student prime membership is out. So now I have to pay for a real one. Oh, that just hit me like dude. a brick yesterday. I was like, what? You know Come what on. else just expired too is our, or at least mine did, my UGA email. So my email's gone. What are you doing with it? It's gone. I can't access it. And I had everything set up through there. I had, I had like everything through there. I don't even know what I didn't have in there. And now, like, oh I can't even log gosh. in. And like, it's over. Like, I just I'm locked out. It's it's a tough world out here, dude. It's a so tough what do you, world. You have to make a new email account. That's gross. Yeah. So like, I'm back to using my Yahoo one, which I've used since I was in like eighth grade, and I get like <laughs> eighty emails a day from like Mo Southwest, <laughs> like with a free burrito and. Dude, it's like it's just junk. Dude, so I, I don't even check my email. I don't even the, check. This email we have set up for this anchor account, that is the email I made after fourth grade. Amazing. Yeah. So Amazing. I love yeah, it. I'll, I'll tell you real quick. Total of 7,000 unread emails in that email. Oh, wait. Are we going to do this? Okay. You want to do this? You want to compete? Yeah. Let me go to yahoo.com. I would say I'm, I'm probably near 20,000. Interesting. Hold up. I have 999 plus, no duh, probably got that many today. Like I said, at 9.34 a.m. today, Moe's Southwest. <laughs> I got two from like, Moe's this morning. I'm like clockwork. Uh, okay, wait, where's my number at? Oh, wait, shoot, I just saw it. It is... 22,386. Oh, that's, that's good. That is good. All right, well, hold on, hold on. 12,000 in that one and then 38 in this one so not okay. as close but I think it's respectable 
It's it's definitely it's respectable. Very You're respectful. on your way, dude. You're on your way. Yeah. Just start signing up for just. You're right. I, I'm not a free big food. Si- I'm not a big signer upper. Not a big signer upper. I'll have to start putting myself out there a bit more. Just throw an email everywhere. Good. Okay, so when I'm at work today and I start going through this, I have a new segment for us. I'm excited about that. Which we're gonna see how it goes. Okay. Uh, I basically sat there in the first hour of taking notes. I was like, all right, let's come up with something unique here, creative, something fun. And I came up with, well, you'll see. It'll be fun. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's very creative, though. Um, I found a relationship post to get your advice on. Good. Handing out advice to random internet strangers. Good. I have Um, a headline of the week. I have one hypothetical question for you and a little bit of conspiracy theories. Okay. Okay, where do we start? I don't even know what our usual order is. We have to skip our whole story thing, which is depressing. It is very sad. Uh, <laughs> it is very sad. Let's start out with conspiracy theories. Okay. This will transition from our last episode when we were talking about Area 51. Oh, yeah. I have conspiracy theories too, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Good. And this is going to be great because we're going to gonna start talking. It's going to jog our memory <laughs> to other conversations. But all right, here we go. My dad sends me an article 15 minutes ago. And you know how we used to work out in the Tonopah test range? Yeah. Tonopah, it's where all the sketchy stuff goes on. And, he, you know, he's, in, he's part of Area 51. He just can't tell us. He sent me this article today because now he's not working there anymore. So he's kind of free. I think the shackles are off. <laughs> and basically this article says that there's something funky going on out in the Nevada desert right now. <laughs> there's... Right well, now? Right now, as in, like, it's happening this upcoming weekend and that everyone in the area thinks they're prepping for something big. They've got all these, like, security clearances. Like, they've shut down oh the airspace gosh. all the way up to space, not just, like, 20 miles or not just, like, uh, two, three miles in the air. We're talking 20, 30 miles up to space. They've cleared the whole thing. So they're thinking that they're at the Tonopah test range where he was – the theory is that we're about to shoot off some sort of huge missile that is super undercover, and they've just shut down the airspace everywhere around there. Interesting. So the people in Tonopah are freaking out, and we'll see what happens. But he, he left the job like a month ago. I'm like, get back out there to that haunted hotel <laughs> and go see what's going on. Is he going to go to the whole Storm Area 51 thing? No, he's not. I think he should be leading the charge. I feel like he should be too. He's, a, he's basically a local. Yeah, and he knows how to Naruto run. So <laughs> that's where I learned it from. The apple doesn't fall far. <laughs> um, well, my theory, you started saying that, and I just thought, okay, so they're going to launch Area 51 into space so they can't storm it. Uh, and it's just going to be a decoy Area 51 for people to find. Uh, so it's like sky high. They send it up on a big island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're just launching it on all school buses. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. What, so, what if what if you what if they're prepping for Storm Area Fifty One? Like, what if they're not sending Area Fifty One to space? What if they're doing a bunch of military exercises? Just <laughs> the people case, there have never been stormed. Yeah, yeah. Just as precautionary, just in case these people actually show up. And there's like fifty thousand people that that storm. That is my leading theory. I don't know about the missiles or anything. I think they're prepping for September twentieth. I think that's good. I think it's a good theory. I mean, because you know there's going to be some people out there. You're going to get some amateur pilots who want to fly over the fence, and so they're shutting down the airspace. It's getting ready for people to. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, 
you know what I thought it would always be really fun to be? Is what? a fighter pilot. Would be really fun. I've, lo- I've looked into <laughs> it. Because like, that would be so fun to fly one of those fighter jets. But if you have asthma, you can't. Oh, you have asthma? I do have asthma, yeah. You got asthma. I have asthma. You know twins are more susceptible? To asthma? Yeah. Does Brienne have asthma? She did, but not as bad. Oh, wow. So you're the weaker twin. Well, (laughs) pulmonarily, (laughs) that's the only regard I'm weaker in. (laughs) And mentally and physically and attractively. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I had, like... Literally growing up until probably about fifth grade, I could not hardly play any sports because I would just like keel over and die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like... but now you have the best stamina of anyone I know. Dude, I've been saw... this whole like how shape thing is killing me. I know, killing I know, me. Dude. How's your workout session going? Very good. Very nice. good. I have a run today after my po- after the podcast. Nice. That's impressive. Today. Yeah, it's probably going to last about nine to ten minutes. I will be sucking for air by the time I return. And it will feel like an hour. It'll feel like an hour. And okay, do you do you like run with headphones? Uh, so I had these Bluetooth headphones that I ran with, and then they've like gotten kind of worn down, so they keep falling out. So I can't do it anymore. Okay, so when you did run with music, what's your playlist? Uh, <laughs> I I don't have like a running playlist. I literally hit shuffle, and then I skip every song constantly and so it's like <laughs> i put the headphones in and like well i can't run to this song and it's just an endless cycle until i finally like, kick it into gear okay so what are you looking for though when you're skipping you're looking for upbeat you're looking for a little sinatra i'm looking for looking some for? i'm looking for something fast and i can actually like because i feel like half my songs are like no like you know like, you, you can't put on i can't run to journey you know you can't run to journey that's but debatable. you can I think you can run to Boston. I, like, debatable. You, you can run to Boston. I'll give you that. But Journey is definitely runnable. 100%. So you're out here. You're running to lights. I can't run to lights. Oh, I'm running to lights, dude. Dude, when the lights go down in the city and the sunsets on the bay, that fills my lungs with air. <sighs> I can okay, run to Don't lights. Stop Leaving. I can run to Don't Stop Leaving. How about any way you want it? You can run any way you want it. Separate ways? Oh, you can run a separate way. Okay, maybe you can run some journeys. I don't know. I just feel like... I'll give you some. Lights know. Lights is definitely a good one where, like, okay, I'm skipping that one. But Boston's yeah. the same way. Really? I think a lot of Boston songs are already, like, that kind of, like, pizzazz. Like, you're going. You could run to uh, four-play long time for about half your run and be almost done with yeah, it after an hour. Yeah, a long time. Uh... <laughs> party in the usa miley cyrus oh no like boston party but also party in the usa that's a good running song i'll write that's that a great running song. doing butterflies down the street <laughs> i was sitting in the car and i have this is like 75 traffic i've been there for like 30 minutes already no idea why i put on that last musical for the last song from high school musical Troy gabriella singing on stage i can't remember what it's called right now soaring flying yeah that one i don't know why anyone put it on but I put it on it's a good song that back. song is amazing. That song is incredible, I, dude. I wanted to put on the first song that they sang, but I couldn't remember what it was, and that was the only one that was coming up on YouTube. It was the last one. It's the start of something new. Ah, yeah, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to forget it. What's the last one called, though? I don't know the name. Uh, I think it's... 
Is it soaring? No, that's um, not it. Breaking Free. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Duh. Okay. Uh, High School Musical you could run to one hundred percent. Get oh, your head in the game. Yeah. When was the last time you've watched that? Dude, it's I mean, it's gotta be six or seven years. I know, that's what I was thinking. I literally don't remember it coming on during like latter part of high school at all. But like I wanna watch it again. I feel like I need I think we need to go back objectively and watch it again and give it a grade. Uh, I'm hundred percent in. I, I was watching the breaking free like music video probably two, three months ago. It it like I started getting nostalgic. I, I was getting nostalgic listening to it, yeah. Dude, it, it was like I felt like I was in fifth grade again, because I think it came out in fifth grade or, or sixth grade, right in there. It, it, I just felt like I was back home. It was great, yeah. dude. It was great. Gabriella, one of the first crushes, and she's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it was always actually Tisdale. I think I don't know why. I think really? It was because, like, because she was on Sweet Life first, and then she was on that, and I, I just I couldn't. I never bought her as like the mean old. What was her name in that? Sharpay. Sharpay. Yeah, but Sharpay. I liked it. <laughs> How much did the Sharpie company pay to get that name in there? I don't know. Who would name their kid Sharpie? Such a good evil name. Though. I gotta give it that. It, it is. It is. I feel like they went in and they went to Disney and said, look, I want you to name one of your characters Sharpie. And they said, <laughs> how about we make it French and call it Sharpay? And they said, we'll take it. <laughs> so they paid a bunch of money for it. Just uh what what, is it, what do they call that again? Subliminal marketing or whatever. Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, dude, so because we were talking about this whole this is really not related to High School Musical, but like that whole ninja thing on Twitch. Yes. Like because a lot of people were arguing that he could not because his argument was having all those other streamers being promoted on his channel and then also having that porn that was accidentally streamed on his channel. Yeah. That hurt his brand. And okay. people were saying, oh, you can't do that. You can't just say the name Ninja is your brand. But, like, you, you can. You can definitely, I think, just do that if you're Ninja. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100% that's his brand. The name is the name is a huge chunk of any brand. Yeah. And it's not even just his name. Like, there's so many people. Because, like, Ninja gets a lot of online hate from, I think, people that don't actually watch him. If that makes sense? Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, they're all arguing that. Just because he's a big streamer with a big name doesn't mean like his Twitch brand is his Twitch brand. It's Twitch's brand, which is completely <laughs> inaccurate. Like if Twitch put all that stuff on Juju's account, like Juju would have an argument to make money off of that because that's his NFL brand that they're using to make money. So how can Twitch just put stuff on someone's account? I, I've never really used they, Twitch. So it, like his argument and his, they have never done that to anyone else's account before. So like you've had streamers, a lot of the Call of Duty people, they moved off Twitch to go to uh, a gaming website, and Twitch just like left their accounts alone until they came back. But like Ninja, they just started promoting everything on it because he was so big. I, what, I get like why like ads, like they put ads on his. Yeah, so, so this is set up like YouTube, right? Like if I go to Casey Neistat's YouTube page, I see his videos. Yeah, kind of, and that's it's, it. It's, yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, so if you went to. Like now, because they fixed it, they took it all off now. So if you went to Ninja's Twitch page now, you wouldn't see. I think it has like the streamer is not currently live or something like that. But you'll be able to watch his past broadcasts, some of the clips he has on there, some of the videos and stuff. Okay. But if you'd gone to it before, it all it would have had is check out these other streamers, and it would have like a ton of other random Fortnite streamers, 
And then also this person that streamed porn for two hours and had 15,000 viewers. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's weird that they can just do that. It is. And I like, they shouldn't be able to. And so I I hope he keeps suing them because like, I think it's amazing. It's funny. (laughs) Dude, he could do anything. He has so much money. He he could, he could do whatever he wants. That's, that's interesting though. Oh yeah. Where do you think all this streaming goes? What do you mean? Like, like I'm assuming this is the early days of video game streaming. Where does it go in five to ten years? Oh, dude! Like, what is Mixer bringing? Or it's Mixer, right? The Microsoft one. Yeah, that's what he went to. What What is that one doing that Twitch isn't? I like, what, what's the shtick? Literally, have no idea. Because I think we both said like we'd never heard of Mixer before. Yeah. And looking at their website so far, I think their app is maybe a bit better. Okay. But I mean, it really doesn't. Do you use the Twitch app? Do you watch the Twitch app, or do you watch? The I, I I don't watch any Twitch. You I don't just... watch any Twitch at all. Oh, okay. No. Well, I mean, it looks pretty much exactly the same as Twitch's app. So I really don't get it. I think it's just Microsoft trying to – because, like, if they have especially a huge, like, console game like Halo or Call of Duty and they have their own streaming app, I guess that makes it a lot easier for, like, players to actually just immediately stream for Xbox stuff. That's a good point. That's a good point. What was the thing with – I think it was the Mixer thing where it said they were much better on the latency – between the play and the actual stream, like it was only like a second. Yeah, it might be that and, too. And Twitch was like twenty, so it's it's easier to like interact with the chat and the people watching. Yeah, yeah, it would. But that's all I saw. But yeah, that's true because Microsoft does have the Xbox, so they could, I guess, integrate better somehow. Yeah, dude, it's only a matter of time before Amazon comes out with like its own console. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that would be interesting. That would be, or like, I'm surprised Google hasn't made something similar. That's a, that's a really good point. I don't know because this whole industry is just crazy. It, it's like it's like we're back in the '30s and '20s and '30s and '40s when the NFL was just starting. Yep. And there's big money getting poured into it, but no one really knew what it was going to be. Yep. Like we're there, dude. We're yeah. there right now. How do we get into it? Yeah. Like, dude, I know a lot of people like because Overwatch had this huge peak, probably right when they launched the Overwatch League, and it's kind of fallen off a bit. But, like, those yeah. guys are still making, like, insane amount of money just playing in the Overwatch League if they get on a Dude, good team with a good contract. There is so much money getting poured into it. It's unbelievable. It yeah. is so lucrative. And as big as it is here, it's, like, three times as big over in Japan and China. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, have, yeah, you, have you seen – have you heard of their uh, their WeChat app they use in China? Uh, we – is that that company or is that Huawei or something? I don't know what that I don't, is. I don't know. They may not make the app. But, like, so it's called WeChat. We learned about it in, like, the last semester of school. And it's literally all they use. It's, like, all of their social media, all of their order deliveries, all of their, like, review. Like, anything you would ever use an app for, like, all these little small companies that have their own app, it's all just, like, you can just find it on WeChat. You just use WeChat for everything. And Weird. it was so cool watching it, like, be used. And it's, like... It seems like the easiest thing in the world to use, but it won't come over here because, like, all of these companies have their copyrighted stuff and, like, you yeah, have to yeah, use yeah, their yeah. app for stuff. But it was just... That's, you like, said that's, that's China? Yeah, it's in China. That's such a Chinese thing. <laughs> I know, right? You know the government's tapped into every single one oh, of those. And, and monitoring... 100%. I mean, could you come up with a more, like, dystopian idea than oh, let's no. funnel everyone's daily lives through an app Everything they do, we can monitor, data mine. That is un- 
oh, dude, this yeah. Chinese government is just... <laughs> now they've got the whole social credit system. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that the other day, too. It's nuts. Uh, and they... I read an article a couple months ago that said it was it was some Chinese company that helped make iPhones. And I think they were maybe just supplying computer chips to Apple. I don't know what exactly they were making. But all of a sudden they found like these tiny microscopic little like trackers that they were hiding in these microchips and tracking everyone. <laughs> It's amazing. And so Apple had to come out and say, like, like we didn't know this. And, and it kind of disappeared. I bet they paid a bunch of money to make it disappear. Oh, probably. That's great. That's great. But it makes dude, me so happy knowing someone watched me go to Chick-fil-A every single day for a period yeah, of two and a half years. Yeah, dude. Now, those Chinese guys are sneaky, and they like to snoop and control. It's not good, dude. You know what they're like? They're like the what? fruit snacks industry. So... <laughs> I've been documenting this not as carefully as I should, but going forward, like this is a thing. I would, I literally, I took those pictures this morning, yes. and I wanted to tweet from our podcast Twitter account at the Welch's, not the Welch's. What is it? It's like Great Values Fruit Snacks, but they don't have yeah. it on Twitter. There's no Great Values Twitter, which is so annoying. The only thing that had was Welch's. So that's convenient. I, I know, right? They're trying. That's to, like, convenient stay for a bigoted fruit snack company. <laughs> Dude, this whole great thing is real. Like, I'm not okay, so, okay, so you open up a fruit pack or two or three every morning. I, every morning, I get up, I get dressed, I walk past the fridge, I fill up my water bottle, I make a stop at the pantry, I grab three of those orange great value yeah. fruit snacks, I okay. walk out the door, and I eat it at my desk at work. Okay, and how many flavors are there possible? Five? There are four possible. You get the red, the yellow, the orange, and the purple. Red, yellow, orange, purple. Okay. And you're saying that the purple is weighted. It's – there are – I've never opened one and not gotten a purple. Never. But I have opened several and gotten almost the majority of purple, like, one out of every three times. And, like, it, it happens. Like, I get, I'll get open one and be like, oh, my God, here's the purple one because there's all this in this purple. How okay, is there so, nine? Wait. So one out of three times you're getting a purple majority. Yes, at least. And even if it's not a purple majority, like if you have four colors, you would expect it to be kind of evenly distributed. You know, maybe two, right. two, two, three, whatever. There's always more purple than something. You know, like purple's never, oh, fine, only one purple. No, there's never only one purple. You get a lot of purples, even if it's not the majority. I, I think they're bigots, dude. I think they are. The They're discriminating they against yellow, orange, and red. They are. Yellow is the best one. Uh, uh, no, but it's not the worst one. Worst <laughs> one's purple. Um, so once I finish this campaign, I'll start on the campaign against yellow and see if we can knock okay. them out too. But so what's your game plan going forward? How are you going to attack this? I- I'm going to be very, very documented. I'm not a very documented person. I'm going to start making notes, writing this down, taking more pictures. Hasn't been enough pictures. Uh, because right now all I have is my word. But if I go to the fruit snack company and I have these pictures, like, okay, can I start calling you Doctor Martin Luther Kane Jr.? I think so. Because you're fighting <laughs> for the inequalities. I, I of mean, time. I, I just have a dream. You you're know? fighting against them. You have a dream that one day 
the yellow and orange gummies can coexist with the purple in perfect harmony. And the reds can rule above all. The reds, as far as I'm concerned, can go burn in the <laughs> oven. Like, those things suck. Yeah, well, they, you never get a majority red, so maybe everyone else agrees with you. So... That's the only conspiracy theory I've had. You said conspiracy theories, and I mean, because like, I texted you about it this morning, I was like, oh, I haven't brought this up on the podcast. I've oh, been bringing TC. this up to you several times, but never on the podcast. You have, and I'm, I'm glad now that we're airing grievances live on air. I wouldn't even consider this a conspiracy theory. I would say this is just injustice. Yeah, it's a fact. It's um, just straight up injustice. And... <laughs> I'm just going to blame Welch's. I, I know it's not Welch's, but Welch's just is much easier to They're, say than yeah. Nature Valley or Great Valley. Uh, Great Valley. I, I, the only thing I can think of is Welch's. I know the only ones that have a Twitter account. It's Welch's, and they're pigs. So they're rotten animals. We've got, I think, two more. So I'm not going to be able to eat three tomorrow. We have two more packs of the Great Value, and then I have to move on to the Great Value Sour. And we'll Whoa. see. Yeah, there's apparently sour they, fruit snacks. They have sour gummies? Yeah. So that's, that's tomorrow's breakfast. We'll see if... It's a whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait! You're eating these for breakfast? Uh, breakfast is a loose term. I'm eating these in the morning. I don't think you could qualify as breakfast. Are you actually eating breakfast, or you skip breakfast? Right? I, I eat these fruit snacks. That is unacceptable. <laughs> the only day I eat anything more than these fruit snacks is on Fridays when there's free bagels in the office. That's a good deal. That's, <laughs> That's a, good a really deal. good deal. <laughs> okay, so. Here's what I recommend. Before you make your march for equality, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long fight, and I'm with you. I stand with you. I'm a brother in arm with you. Okay, cool, because I'm going to be using a Twitter account to do this. So you Good, yeah. Oh, yeah, I co-signed. <laughs> I think as you begin to mount your charge for equality, you need to fuel up in the mornings, store your energy, so you can do, put your best foot forward and really get this accomplished. <sighs> Do, do you are you a breakfast cooker? Are you cooking pancakes oh, in the morning? Oh no 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 no! That's too much. What are you doing? I'm waking up. I'm taking a shower. I'm exhausted. But if I don't eat breakfast, if I walk out that door without breakfast, my stomach will turn my day upside down. Like it'll be over. Like I'll start like the the mucus of my stomach will start disintegrating itself. Because it's so hungry. It'll look for something to absorb. <laughs> so all I do is I come out. I get a bowl. Right now I've got Cocoa Crispy Rice. Kroger, off-brand version. $1.79 a box. That's unbeatable. Just... It lasts a week. It lasts it's a 50... week. <laughs> it's like less than 50 cents a day. It's not bad. But I'm not, a, I'm not a cereal guy. I think we're about to end this podcast right do you, here. Do you want to know the most I've ever eaten cereal? Is At my back, house? <laughs> back in high school, when I would make my lunch, air quotes, and I'd have the chocolate, I'd have some random thing I found of snacks in the pantry, and then I'd take a little plastic bag and fill it with some Fruit Loops. That's, dude, that was always a great move. Yeah. That, fruit, see, fruit Loops? Okay, this is, a good, this is a good discussion. If you were to eat cereal, I know you're not an expert and you don't like it that much, but if you were, would Fruit Loops be the one you choose if you couldn't have milk? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. If I couldn't have milk, yeah. I think I'm with you. It's uh, either that or uh, one of those Apple Jacks. I didn't like Apple Jacks. I'm not a big Apple person. I don't even know if it tastes like apples, but I'm not a fan. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. But Fruit, Fruit Loops, Loops are is good. definitely up there. There's a good snack. 
Do you remember? Oh my gosh, I cannot remember what that Disney Channel movie is, but it's the one where the kid was a baseball player, but he wanted to be a cook, and he would always make these weird stuff in the kitchen. And we're like, "Oh, dude, you should just be a cook. This is great." And he had one where he made chicken fingers, and it had Fruit Loops on it. I've never seen this. No, <laughs> it sounds like a weird version of High School Musical. Dude, like all those Disney Channel movies are basically the same. The kid wants to do something, <laughs> yeah. and he's playing some sport, and they can't do it because of the sport. But I swear, like, he was a baseball player, and he just wanted to be a cook. Interesting. Um, was it a good movie? It's the only scene I remember about it. Because I remember thinking how much I love chicken, how much I love Fruit Loops, and what a great idea that was at the time. Disney movie, baseball player, chef. There it is. Did that work? Oh, I've heard of this. What's it called? Dude, you've talked about this one before. Wait, what is it? You have been, you're the one that has told me about this. What is it? Eddie's. It is, his name was Eddie. I hated that name. Eddie. Eddie's. Can you put the rest together? Eddie's. I have no million idea. Million dollar cook-off. Eddie's, I've talked about that before. You have brought that up to me before. Wait. That's the only, <laughs> it might've been on the podcast. There's no way. Eddie loves baseball. His dad's the coach. His best friends are his teammates. But will he strike out with them all if he trades his glove for an oven mitt? That's pretty good. I won't. That's, that's, that's pretty that's good. That's good. <laughs> a great description. Dude, we okay, next pod, let's do something like that. We'll start reviewing Disney Channel original movies. Yeah. And then we come up with just those little like uh, that's not even like a synopsis. It's like a little hook. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow, that's I like that's that. amazing. Oh, so like we'll come up with some sort of like, what's that? What's that one game? It's a board game. Is it Balderdash? Where, uh, like, you roll dice and then based on like the number you get, it's like a different kind of mini game. So if you roll like a three, you pull a card, and it'll be like, here's a movie title. You need to write down what the movie is about, like a summary, and then you alternate into the reader, and the reader tries to guess the actual one. Oh, I like that. We can do so you, that. Yeah. So you all try to like write something that seems super real because if yours gets picked, like if you trick the guy, you get points. So we could do that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I want to do that other thing we did a while ago again. The uh, uh, what was it? What was it? The the movie thing we did where we just rearranged the title. Oh, that was Dunk Irk. Did that have a name? That was uh, was it? Movie anagrams. Sure. I think like we name a lot of things and just forget the name. Let's just call it. Well, yeah, we got to call it something good. Movie grams? I don't know. I like that. We'll Move think grams. of it. We'll think yeah. of it. Um, Placeholder. Wait till wait till you see this segment today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, so let's. Uh, what we have a lot of football to get through. You want to get through that, and then we'll get into our segments. Yes. Let's. All right. Do it. Sounds good. Uh, so we talked about this a lot yesterday, but we can't not mention it. <clears throat> yes. Antonio Brown has lost his head. I yes. mean, his helmet. Because uh, I don't know if you saw Sheffield's tweet a couple hours ago. The arbitrator said he can't wear it. Yes. So he's got to choose. Did you see what AB posted on Instagram? No. What did he post? He posted like a picture of himself like looking off in the distance, like super serious. Oh, no. And he said something like, uh, while I respect the decision, or while, while I disagree with the, the decision, I respect it. Uh, and we'll, you know, go forward with the best foot forward, and I'm looking forward to the season. 
So okay. I think he's back. I think he's back. Dang it, dude. I and then, and then, he ma- then he mentioned something like, thank you all for your prayers about my feet. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> First off, I should have tried to. Just, I, I thought about it. I could just trade Jeff both second round picks and grab AB, and I would have been fine with that deal because I was pretty sure he was going to play. There's no way this could go on that long, but I chose yeah. on that. Okay. Uh, but this is the funniest thing that's happened in a while. Uh, I know, dude. It's, like, it's almost like it's not real life. Yeah. Football is so great during the season, but some of the best storylines are just off season storylines. I totally agree. Oh. I totally agree. The, the uh, best part about the post was he put a little foot emoji at the very end. <laughs> Dude, I really wish he'd had one that was just like his feet absolutely just torn to shreds. Like that would have been. Oh my gosh! Did you ever, did you ever see that picture of his feet? No, let me look that up right now. I forgot to look that up. Oh, dude, I can't even look at it again. But I did see because I asked Julio about his helmet. He was like, "Nah, my helmet's good." <laughs> I just thought it was great. Um, Ooh. Ooh. it's gross. It's gross, dude. Dude, it looks like uh, leather. Oh yeah, it's just disgusting. Um. Yeah, so I saw. Oh my gosh! Because this, uh, where is it? Okay, so I have a timeline here. Um, it's just kind of things that have happened with AB, and like I don't know where it changed for him, but like this whole thing is just amazing. Like it is. You start all the way back in 2014, where he kicked Spencer Landing in the face, which I don't think is connected to anything at all, but it's just incredible. Uh, <laughs> I forgot has, about that. Yeah, I don't forget about that. He has the thing where he got absolutely killed by Vontaze Perfect, which is going to come to a head in Hard Knocks at some point. Ooh, that was another good point. I didn't think about yeah. that. Oh yeah, uh, he streamed Tomlin's speech in the locker room and laughed about it. Amazing. Yeah, uh, he threw the cooler on the sideline again because Big Ben didn't target him against the Ravens. Yeah, last last year he showed up to training camp in a helicopter. Um, he appeared four hours late to the children's hospital with no explanation for why he was late. Uh, he made that joke <laughs> in a GQ article about cheating on his girlfriend and something said something like, it's hard to keep it in my pants. Oh my uh, gosh. He had that thing where he said, uh, we suck after they lost to the cheats and didn't show up to like the first three days of practice afterward. Um, he almost killed that toddler when he threw that uh, piece of, I think it was like a wardrobe off of the like 15-story yes. balcony. Yes. Like, that got absolutely no coverage at the time. I thought it was insane. We it, talked about that That's insane, podcast. dude. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. Um, Did he get like a big speeding cool. ticket right after that? Yeah, he got a, clocked over 100 miles per hour on McKnight Road, 55 miles per hour over the speed limit. Good for him. And then told the police that he was late for a team meeting. Because <laughs> he obviously cares so much. Oh um, he had the whole thing where he skipped practice and then got benched against the game and made up himself upset. Uh, he dyed his mustache blonde, which is also one of the greatest looks from anyone ever. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. dye you should dye your mustache, dude. For, if okay, a lot of things going through my head right now. Firstly. <laughs> There's no way I could pull off a blonde mustache. <laughs> Secondly, my – I wouldn't even call it a beard. Whatever facial hair I have on my face right now, it's the thickest it's ever been. Okay. But there's no I, way I, that I ever could good. be blonde. I think it hey. looks good, by the way. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I New punishment idea. 
Amon dyes his hair blonde, just on his beard. Ooh. For one day, make, we make him shave it off after, and he gets to regrow it. That's good. You should put that in the group. I don't think he's ever going to actually serve his time. He's... So I think we, by default, it becomes double or nothing. He has done such a good job avoiding... And then we get to make him dye his hair and his... Yeah, so dude, I don't think Amon is actually ever going to serve his punishment. I don't think he, so either. He's he's just been dodging it around. He hasn't he hasn't said anything. He hasn't he hasn't pitched into the conversation at all. Uh, no, he hasn't. The only thing he said was he didn't want to you know go back to another Waffle House because he's a coward. Yeah, that, that, I think it's cowardly. Also, the excuse makes no sense. But anyways, uh, no. Anyway, uh, do you think they're actually going to start their podcast? I hope. I, that was it. That was, you know when I texted you that list of Mount Rushmore a while back and I said, I have no idea why I texted that one that was about things you've done that have directly impacted someone else's life. Yes. Oh, we, yes. yeah. That's what I meant. I was thinking about how they were going to start a podcast and that's us. We directly affected them. Dude, I can't believe you're doing this like over a year now. It's like a year and a half close, right? Yeah, dude. I still remember we were taking those dumb swing dance lessons. <laughs> And it was like, it was down the back half of the year, and we're just like, should we just start a podcast? And it was just like, we did it. Yeah. Just went off from there. But um, I hope they do make a podcast because I'd love to listen to it. Oh, I would. It'd be so fun. That. As someone who has absolutely no care about politics yes. at all, I'll listen to their podcast, and then we'll talk about it on our podcast. Yeah, and we we'll can start them, collabing. We'll grade every episode. Yeah. I, I'm all in. I'm totally all in. <laughs> um, but back to AB. Uh, yeah, the dude's crazy. And then, do you think this whole Frostbat thing is even real? It, that's a very good question. That, that is a very good question. Because reading Mike Silver's Twitter thread, it seemed like that was just his excuse to keep going back and doing something with his helmet. It, it sounds like the helmet thing is the main issue. Yeah. And I don't know why. I, I get, like, if you change equipment after 10 years of playing, but, but still, like, it's a helmet. Like you're you're getting paid. Yeah. He's getting what twenty million a year almost. Yeah, like it's... suck it up, bro. Yeah. Did you know every single one of his kids have the initial AB? Every what? Every one of his kids has the initials of AB. Oh jeez. Oh no. <laughs> There's. Do you know how many kids he has? Let me guess. Five. He has five. <laughs> he has five. <laughs> What is, what is this, like, 18 kids and counting? Josiah, Josie, Jonathan, Joke, <laughs> Jake. So. Oh, man. Dude, so, uh, like, hold on. I wrote out a little – let me go back to it. So, they're like kids on a playground. So, this is really what I want to see from Hard Knocks next. I want to see the scene uh, where he gets Richie Cognito to help him paint his helmet <laughs> and sneak it in because Cognito is the master of disguise. <laughs> uh, I want to see the scene of the close-up of AB's feet while he talks about him. Um, and I want to see Blake Bortles during their practice with the Rams. I would be all in for the latter. Bortles? A Bortles shot would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm still looking at AB's feet. Yeah. The first comment is, AB's big toes look like the Goombas from Super Mario Bros. <laughs> That's great. But they really do, but anyways. Look, um, all I want from Hard Knocks is I want more Hunter Renfro. That's all I want. That's all Hunter Renfro, I want. Yes. 
And I know yes. Renfro broke your heart two, three years ago, but Renfro has a big, big heart inside of him. So okay. he can maybe lend you part of his. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Um, I think he's built for the TV. He's built for the show. Uh, he, he's built for big moments on the field. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, he's going to help that team yeah. at some point this year. And Bosley has to be lining up ready to make some sort of sponsorship because he's 23, 24. He's got such a great bald spot coming in. I'm a little <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, but dude, I just can't wait because at some point, at least four of these players are getting suspended on this team. Oh, 100%. Like, Max already got it in the back of his mind. He's just got to get through the first half as quick as possible. I wonder if Mayock, like, came in and had free reign. Or, Al, or uh, what's his face? Not Al Davis. Uh, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Like, influenced any of the signings. Like, you have to go get A-B so we can sell tickets. Because it just doesn't seem like a Mayock move to sign it, it perfect A-B incognito. It doesn't feel Mayock-y. It doesn't. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see because the draft was very Mayock, I thought. The draft was very Mayock. Character so guys. It, ma- it makes me think like a lot of this was already put into place. Because, I mean, I get the whole A-B thing because they really – I mean, they didn't have any wide receivers. Yeah, that's true. I, I still couldn't name another wide- Oakland wide receiver besides A-B right now. Uh, I couldn't either. Yeah. Oh, do they still have the guy from the Steelers? Is he allowed to play? <laughs> Yeah, well, Martavis Bryant. Yeah, I don't think he's allowed to play. Of course, that's what I have in my head. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so uh, I just can't wait to see Rich Incognito and Vontez Perfect just fight. I, what I have pictured is this: like kids on the playground, they're the ones rolling around, fighting and biting and screaming at each other. AB is setting the swing set on fire, and Carr is that kid solo burying himself in the sandpit. That's who they are. Right, that's that's perfect. I, I don't know where Gruden fits into that yet. Maybe he's like that fifth grader trying to hit on the teachers. He's playing cooties. Yeah, and Mark Davis is that kid like telling him how cool he is behind him. Yeah, which kid's playing with his poop in the sand? That's gonna be one of them. Oh man, dude, that could also be Carr. <laughs> that, that could definitely be Carr. I, I think. Okay, is Tyreek Hill's contract up this next year, or does he have two more years? Do you know? I have no idea. Because he feels like a raider to me. He does. He's a total raider. Hold He's on, a total raider. Um, I feel like Tolib should have been a raider a long time ago. Gosh, dude, you're naming just a bunch of character issue guys. That's so true. Yeah, this okay, this is Tyreek's last year. Okay. He's still on his rookie deal. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. There's, dude, there's no way the Chiefs are resigning him. He's too risky. He so, feels just as good. They're fine. Miko's just as good. He's going to be cheap for three more years. I see Tyreek in Oakland next season. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I, I don't know. I don't know how a cast space works, and that's really where I start to lose who could actually be where. Like, culture-wise, though, perfect fit. <laughs> perfect fit. Yeah. Um, It'll be a fun offense. They just got to get rid of Carr. Yeah. But he's a bum, and he, he's got to go. But they, they won't get rid of him because he's – He's their guy. So <laughs> let's talk fantasy for a second. Thank I God, just dude. got another message from Chase. No. What I, say? I can't. It's one of those super long ones, so I have to open it to read it. Should I open it and read it out loud? Because we all know Chase is such an avid not listener of this podcast. It really doesn't yeah, matter. Let's do it. All right. Let's see it. 
So he sent me earlier this morning, I texted you, who do you need for Kelsey? Baker is on the table. I said, interesting. Give me a second. And then I forgot to respond. (laughs) Okay. So he said, hear me out. One of your tight ends for my first round pick. So you'd have one and two, Josh Jacobs and Kyler Murray. Okay. Is that it? That's it. So, so the wait, what's the deal? Kyler Murray. Wait, so, so what's the deal? I think he wants a straight up Kelsey for two overall, which isn't happening. No way that's happening. No. Kelsey's so good. Well, yeah. Okay. This, oh, he, oh, he just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> he just texted me. That's crazy. So I'm shooting him a hold on. I'll respond later. Message real quick. Okay. What time? What time did your, did his message from you come? Sorry. Uh, yeah, his see, message to you. Oh nine. Okay, so he texted you first. Unless you want to factor in the time travel, because he texted me at seven eleven p.m. Okay, here's what he said. Any interest in trading for my draft pick? <laughs> I have a feeling on who you're trying to get. Huh? <laughs> Haven't you guys been talking about this the whole time? Yeah. That's you guys I have been in it. constant communication about it. I thought you have been like, what? Of course he knows who you're trying to get. Uh, I like this. We're wheeling a deal. Oh, he's texting right now. We're, we're texting live. Dude, we're making... so... I, I, I like literally... I was way more intrigued when Baker was a part of this trade, and now I'm just kind of like off of it. I'm I'm very high on Baker, dude. Yeah, I that throw he made in the preseason on uh, what is that Thursday or Friday or whatever up the seam from the th- I, I watched the throw like four or five times on the thirty yard yeah. line up the left seam over that linebacker under the safety. That was a big boy throw. Oh, yeah, I know he's gonna be sick this year. Yeah. Dude, if you can, I'm telling you, you can get Baker and his two first for carry on. Take that easy. I, I texted him. I said, "I'm in to do the carry on deal if you want." And then he just sent me this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, like, part of me wants to do it because my whole thing in having the two tight ends is I can trade one and get something good back from it. But like now with Melvin out, I, I don't know. I like your two tight end system. Like it's it a lot of power. It's fun. It's a it's lot of fun. leverage. It is a lot of leverage. I, like, I feel like Kelsey has way more value in season than off season. Cause everybody feels like they can get a good tight end in a draft. And then a lot of tight ends like actually just suck and no one realizes it until halfway through. I have a tight end this year that I'm not going to tell you because I really, really want a bad. Well, if it makes you feel better. I'm the only person that doesn't need a tight end. So I really don't care. Okay. Good point. Then I'll tell you. Wait, wait, well, well, actually, I guess. Ah, give actually, me a division. Okay, I don't think Nick listens to this. Uh, I'll tell you he's in the AFC North. No, sorry, East. AFC East. AFC East. <laughs> is it Chris Herndon? Yes, sir. Yeah, dude, Chris is good. Like, if I didn't have a tight end, he'd be who I target. And then he got suspended for the first four games, which is I know, annoying. But I think that helps. Yeah, because Darnold I think he was going to go high. Dude, I remember when the Jets played the Packers like week 15 or 16 last year. I was watching the game. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. I know Literally, nothing about him. I, I don't know if he's a, like a second year or what, but he's he sick. He was a rookie last year. This is his second year. Uh, like him and Robbie have been his top two targets. And like it's been a close competition. 
So it's really going to suck having him out because, like, he's been such a good part of the offense for Darnold. Yeah, dude. And then we have to play that. Dude, so Tremaine's hurt right now. We just lost our number two today. And so we're literally bringing people out from the practice squad. We, we don't have any corners. Yeah. We're not going to have any corners week one. Jamal Adams That's said today, I'll play corner if they need me to. This is terrible. <laughs> That's not And good. it makes me so mad because we're sitting there top of the fourth round. Four of the top five corners are still on the board, and we take Travis Welko. <laughs> is that the tight end fullback tight, mix? Yeah, tight end fullback mix from West Virginia. <laughs> Dude, it, in today's NFL, you need to have four corners minimum. Minimum. Yeah, I want because six. You, I want yeah, six you really need six. Be, I totally agree. I totally agree. You need so many corners in this league. You, I, like, I used to think you only needed two and, like, a serviceable slot guy. If you don't have three solid guys and want the fourth guy be serviceable, you're yeah. in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, we have Brian Poole, and basically he's our slot guy, and that's it. And the two outsides are going to be randoms. It's right. terrible. We should just sign Claiborne. Antonio Cromartie said he would come out of retirement for us. We're about to have 30 – what is he, like 34, 35? Did oh. yeah, he's old, dude. He's old. He's got more kids yeah. than AB. I'll take him. I don't care. I think he him. has like 10, 12, 15 kids somewhere in there. Yeah, I think he's second to car or sign car to Rivers, and that's it. Oh gosh, but yeah, dude, that that's not good to hear. Mm-hmm. And you're not even at the second pre yeah. preseason game. But uh-huh. yeah, I like the Herndon pick. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I'm very high on Herndon. So very high on Herndon. Uh, uh, maybe I'll try to butter chase up, see what else he can give me for Kelsey. But yes, you can get from him. Yeah. Um, who would you take to overall if you had the theoretical pick? So I mean, if he gives me Baker, so my initial thing was let me trade away Gurley and my first round pick in 2020 and my first two picks in 2021 for Saquon and second overall. He has and then you sign Kyler. Yeah, he has declined that. So I was gonna come up and get Kyler at second overall, but this carry-on offer where he says I'll give you my second overall pick, my twelfth overall pick, and Baker Mayfield for carry-on Johnson, I'd probably come up because now I've got Mahomes and Baker. I'd probably come up. I don't know. Dude. I've been thinking about it all day. There's, it's tough. But yeah. it, you're saying Ingram has been kept? Yeah, yeah, I checked the thing earlier. Here, I'll pull it back Shoot. up. Who's got uh, Ingram? I want to say it's Jacob. Shoot, what a great play by him. Yeah. Uh, He's going to get 25 carries a game probably. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Yeah, it's not Jacob. Sorry, but I can't scroll up. It's Chase. Oh, sorry, Caleb. Caleb has Mark Ingram. Yeah, Caleb has Mark Ingram. Dang it. Oh, I didn't see him down there on the bench. Oh, what a great play by him. (sighs) Yeah, so... Uh, like, I, like of all besides Jacobs, I think Miles Sanders is probably going to be the second best rookie running back. You love this guy. I I don't have a good feeling. Really? Why not? Well, I wouldn't say I don't have a good feeling, but I don't have that feeling at like like you do. I, I just think uh, I don't know. See, I keep talking myself into it, but it's still an Eagles running back with Jordan Howard there, all those other guys there. But I think they really want him to start. And all the things I read about him says he looks like the best back out there. So, okay. What man. about Adams? Josh Adams? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he fell off last year. He was losing carries still to uh, – Yeah, you're right. You're what's right. his face? 
Do they still have a Jai? No, they don't have a Jai. I don't even know where Jai is. Do they still have uh, Clement? Clement, yeah. They still have Clement. Um, and they signed Sproles. Yeah, they still have Sproles. <laughs> dude, avoid that back. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're right. You're right. It's a four-headed monster back there. Other than that, I mean, because like I, I'm feeling pressured right now. I'm feeling pressured with my second first that I'm going to have to take a running back. And I feel like – because like the other natural option is to take the Chargers back up. But I don't want to swing that high on a guy that's going to split carries in the Chargers backfield. Like that would just be so annoying because I don't want to. I don't want to do that. When I don't even want Melvin next year. Like I'm. Like Dude. I don't want to dump him now, but like, I don't know. It's tough. I was talking to this guy at work today about the Chargers backfield. I don't know. See, I'm. I think Justin Jackson is a very natural runner. Like I, I like the way he runs. I think he has RB one potential, but the fact that Eckler's there. I'm it just you, messes everything up because he's so serviceable that he sees the field way yeah. too much. Yeah, because like when Melvin went out for like the last four out of six games last year, Eckler was getting so many touches. He wasn't even getting the carries, but like yep. they would just design these plays with Justin Jackson in the backfield so that Eckler yeah. could get the ball. And it just sucks. But see, Eckler's one of those running backs that I never want to really rely on. Like if no. I need to, if I need a flyer one week, no. like I'll put him in and hope for yeah. like a twenty point game. But yeah, I don't want him in my lineup week in week out. It just yeah. doesn't seem reliable to me. Yeah. So I, and I'm talking about like I can't replace Melvin Gordon no matter who I take, and I, I don't want to waste it on somebody that's like not number one. He's not a real number one. So th- this draft is so fascinating to me because after Josh Jacobs. Then you're faced with, do I take Jarvis Landry? Do I take Brandon Cooks? Yeah. Do I go for a pass rusher? Or do I take a crazy risk on one of these young guys like Mecole? Like Mecole is probably at the top of my list. If I get the two, really? like if I'm drafting tonight, second overall, I'm taking Mecole and pairing him with Mahomes. That's interesting, dude. It, that's, I, that's it really scares me to death. Yeah, I know, dude. It, it scares me to death. I don't feel great about it. So – Man, I don't know. So, like, the more I think about it, the more like I can almost talk myself into trading Kelsey, Kelsey away, just because I'm being sucked into so many future investments right now. Like, know, there's it's, so it's, it's much so out there to go for. Yeah, it's tough to keep it focused. So, but there's no there's no running backs outside of like these guys. Like they're gone. It, it's you take a rookie or you're kind of stuck banking on a guy that's going to be in a timeshare. I'm looking at the big board right now. It's like Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny. Like Peyton Barber's out there. He'll be – he's like starting right now for the Bucks, which is not a re-endorsement. Drake's still out there. Tevin, if he starts, which he uh, might. Oh, I don't know. Tariq then, Cohen's out there. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but David – you see David Montgomery looked really good. I know it's preseason. Yeah. So – I don't, I don't know, know dude. I, I, I really wish, like, because this is what I love having mock drafts for, is I can kind of play, but you can't mock this. You can't mock this. It's just, you have no idea what's going to happen here. Yeah. And so, but you really don't. You really, like, Jarvis Landry could last two rounds. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. You just really have no idea. It is going to be a wild draft night. I can't wait to see what everyone's strategy is. Yeah. And I feel like, just based off some of the trade talk, Nick and Chase and they're, they're getting, they're focusing on the rookies. They're getting sucked into the rookies. Which, I agree. 
makes me think like I should go ahead and try to snag these guys while they're there. You, I, I think there's going to be so many value picks this this draft because everyone's gonna, like I'm falling into this rookie love affair. Yeah, and we even talked. We, we were falling into it. We talked ourselves out of it. And now we're back. I and know. I'm, I'm so back into so the like, draft. I'm just so sucked into these rookies. But I'm like, gosh, like my core right now is pretty solid. Like I don't yeah, see it changing good. that much. Like for the next two or three years. So it's not like I'm going to have these rookies, you know, long without having to cut someone. I don't know. Yeah. It's just tough, dude. No, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, like, ugh, my core is not solid. Like, I really, I, I want to get rid of Freeman. I want to get rid of Gordon. I want to get rid of Breeze. I want to get rid of probably DJ Moore. That's like really. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to trust the Panthers wide receivers. I am interested in DJ Moore if you want a potential partner. Yeah, so I, I want to bank on him for this year, but like long term, I really don't want to keep him at all. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, because I, I drafted know. him last year because I thought he was going to be good, dude. So just looking at my whole fantasy history, I'm not that great of a drafter, but I'm a pretty decent trader. That's it. And so I that's, would totally that agree me, with that. That makes me want to be like, all right, I just need to trade this guy away because <laughs> that's apparently where my strength lies. I totally but, agree. I wonder if you could just accumulate as many draft picks as possible and just start taking <laughs> taking best available player, and you can't go wrong. Yeah. Just a bunch of shots, a bunch of swings at the plate. You can't miss. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I'll, we'll see. If if you make a deal with Chase tonight, let me know. I will. I, I, I feel like he's being very wishy-washy on me. Like, he it's offered weird, me this, and now it's like – It's weird that he came to me after he went to you last night. It is weird. It is weird. I, don't know. I wonder least, if he's trying to get a cheaper deal from me than he was from you. I, I bet he is. I hundred percent bet he is. Let me know. Let me know if you make a deal with him. I'll let you know if I make a deal with him. But if I can get Baker and number two overall, I'd probably take that pretty easy. Just FYI, yeah. I don't think he'll offer it, but that's what I'm going to try to bring the conversation towards. Do it, dude. Do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're playing a huge game of chess right now, and I love it. <laughs> I love that we're a dynasty league now. It's so fun. It's so great. It's so great. It's like we're actual general managers now. Yeah. Yeah. So I really – because, like, we have that whole rule section, rule change thing that no one's proposed. Yeah. I, I, like, I really don't even know, like, how to change what we would have dynasty-wise. I, I, I like everything about the league right now. Okay. What, what, okay. what, are, you, what are you thinking? I don't know, because, like, just talking to other people that have dynasties, like, it seems like they all have some sort of cap on how long you can keep a player. And, like, I don't know if that's I have good for that. the league or not. So the guy I was talking to at work today, he's in a keeper. They can keep up to five players. You can keep two for free, but any one you keep more than two. So if you keep three, you lose your first-round pick. If you keep Ooh. four, you lose your first and second. If you keep five, you lose your first, second, and third. So it's a big trade-off. Uh, so he does that, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and that's, I forgot what I was going to say to that. Yeah, that's a pretty because I mean we talked a lot about like I don't even remember how we because like it was so convoluted talking about it earlier, like giving up certain picks. But like that seems pretty straightforward. It does, and all of that is on the table if we wanted to, because that's that's even more strategy, and that does open up more players than because keeping eight is a lot. That's yeah. the most I've heard. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we also have a lot more roster spots than almost anybody. So that's true. That's true. He also oh. did. He hasn't even picked his keepers yet. They wait oh, until wow. they wait till uh, after the preseason to keep and then draft. I'm fine with keeping pretty early on. I, agree. I, I think that's like. I mean, you want to talk about being similar to GM? That's pretty similar to GMs. 
I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. So I'm fine with that. But like, you have to draft after preseason. Yeah, like, I think like it's yeah, dumb dude, not to throw some rules in there, and we'll uh, we'll see what everyone says. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to get into our predictions? Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. So uh, we'll start with NFC. Who are your division winners? Okay, NFC. We're starting out in the best conference. I think it's way deeper, top to bottom, than the AFC. NFC North. I'm going with the Bears winning the division. Now, wow, wait, these are unofficial picks. We're not locking these in yet. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. This is still three and a half weeks out, but today <laughs> I'm going Bears winning the division. Okay. Uh, NFC East. I'm going Eagles. Okay. NFC South Panthers. I'm out on the Saints. I think the Falcons could be good, but I think Dan Quinn is on the verge of losing the team. Yeah. And I think they're still trying to recover from that Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can mentally with the same coaching staff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, it was like, what, 28-3 comeback? Yeah. That's crazy. People forget about that. It's people hard to do forget about that. Overcome it. Some people say it's the biggest choke ever. I don't know if I would agree or not. I mean, it's um, not. It's only twenty five points. Yeah, with like three minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, I hope Arnav's listening to this. By the way, <laughs> I love saying that. It's so <laughs> much fun every time it comes around. Um, but yeah, I'm going Panthers NFC South. I think Cam. I saw something that he fixes mechanics, and that in- that intrigues me. Yeah, I- I've seen that. Yeah, McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Uh, I-, I like their defense. We'll see. I like them. And I like them over the Saints, too, because I think the Saints are collapsing. Uh, Rams, NFC West. Okay, so now you're picking the Rams. Now I'm picking the Rams, yes. All right. So Interesting. Yeah. Who do you okay. got in the NFC? Uh, so the West, I actually have the Niners. Um, Interesting. I, th- I can't remember who you – you probably picked the Seahawks last year when we did this. I think I did, yeah. I think you did, too. But I picked the Rams. I'm off the Rams this year because their offense collapses without Gurley. I think that was true during their playoff run two years ago. Yeah. when Gurley just got tired and couldn't run because he was on the field the entire time. Yeah. It was true last year when he had his knee stuff. So I don't want to pick them until I see how it plays out. Okay. Uh, and I, I think the only reason picking the Niners is because they were the dark horse last year and then it collapsed. And so I think they're the dark horse this year. I like uh, it. It's a good pick. Actually a dark horse, yeah. Um, I have the pack in the north. Let's go. <laughs> have you seen the Mitch Trubisky stuff from training camp and preseason? Uh, no, what? Uh, he got picked off by a Mukamara twice in the span of like five Good. minutes, and then again before practice ended. So, Good. I, I just I still know how that offense is going to work. I don't know. Um, I really don't know how it worked last year. So, but the defense is really good. It's not going to be an easy pick, but I think the Packers still hold. Okay. The reins there. Okay, I like it. Um, I have the Eagles unless Zeke plays. If okay. Zeke plays, I think the Cowboys are a different team. Oh, I totally agree. I totally uh, agree. I like that pick. I think and, Cowboys uh, are super dark horse this year for like I'm talking all the way. Super Yeah. Cool. I think they could yeah. win it this year. I I don't know if we go that far. And we never did talk about Dax's whole contract thing because that's absolutely ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Like uh, <laughs> I was just talking about my dad, and my dad's like I, I mean 20 million is too much. Not even, he rejects 30. <laughs> Like, Rodgers just got 31 last year. Like, the only thing I've what? seen in his defense about that, and I closed Twitter, I had the tweet open. Um, it was a list of teams with 30 or more wins, or quarterbacks with 30 more wins since 2016. Dak has the most. 
has 32. Rodgers is second with, like, 29. Brady has maybe 30, 31. Like, it yeah. was it's a good a very, stat. Yeah, cherry pick stat, but interesting. That um, is interesting. Okay. And then Falcons in the South. Okay. I picked this last year, and I think we both I think we both picked it last year. We both said the Falcons are going to choke it somehow. I had so, them as the one seed, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to stay there, but – Okay. They're just too talented not to pick them. I I, yeah, it, them and the Eagles, I think, have the deepest rosters in the league. Is this Maybe a proving year for Wentz? No. No. You don't think so? No, he's, he's proven it already. He, he's amazing. He'll be fine. Okay. Uh, who are your wild cards? Wild cards, Packers, Cowboys. I have Cowboys, Bears. So we have all the same teams, basically. Same teams, except I have Panthers. Yeah. Okay. I like it. We're close. All right, AFC. AFC South, I've got Indy. Yep, same. AFC East, Pats. Same. AFC West, Chiefs. <laughs> yep. AFC North, I wrote this down at work, but I'm switching it now. On the way home, I was thinking about it. I'm switching. AFC North, I'm going with the Browns. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, was had... wondering, I was wondering if you were going to do it. I had I Steelers. Wondering. I had Steelers. Okay. I'm now Browns. Because I, was, I have Steelers written down. The more I think about that Baker Mayfield throw, the more I buy in to the whole thing. And, dude, I'm telling you, this is, this is the thought I had as I'm passing chins on the way home today. I'm thinking everything inside of me, every fiber of my being is telling me, don't buy into the fool's gold. Don't buy into the dream team hype. And I, I am – because I believe in Baker's it factor that much. I think, yeah. it's, I think it holds it together somehow. Yeah. I, I think you're right. But you said that about the Rams last year, and you didn't buy in. So I think this is you making up for it now, okay. um, which I'm fine with. So Fair enough. I think the Steelers are a better team without Antonio Brown. I think the offense is going to be more efficient because Juju's really good. Uh, I mean, their wide receivers always step up. It's not really yeah. yeah. A thing, and the running backs are fine. Ben will probably play pretty well, like he usually does. So, I, I don't know how the Browns are going to put it together yet. I want to see that first. I think this is a pick I'll probably end up switching to the Browns as well, just because okay. they have. I think they're more talented roster wise than the Steelers are, especially on defense. I, I think they have a better roster, yes. Yeah. But I, I hate their coach. I hate their coach. You don't like Freddie? I like Freddie. Oh, Freddie's a clown. It's I don't Alabama. like that they're blaring music. Oh, is he in Alabama? Yeah, he uh, he coached there for a bit, like way back in Brian days. So, okay, like, okay. he was a young guy. Okay, okay. So, uh, now I really don't I, like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Chiefs, I think, are pretty clearly the best team. Yep. Um, in that division, I don't see them choking. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, the Broncos are terrible. The Raiders are pretty terrible. The Chargers are just weird. Yep, charges are always weird. I never buy into them. Uh, Pats are really good, no question there. Uh, the Colts was close to me because my heart, and I have the Texans as a wild card team. I would still want to pick the Texans. Yeah, you love Deshaun. There has not been a year they have not been slaughtered by injuries, like since 2010. So good point. they already like Kiki Cutie. He already got hurt. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't know how they're going to put it together. I hope they do, but until then, I'm picking luck. Okay, so, so you've got Colts, Pats, Chiefs, Steelers. Yeah. That was what I initially wrote down. We're very, we're very <laughs> yeah. close. Yeah. And then uh, wild card, I have Texans, Browns. 
Okay, so we're only one team off here again. Who do you have? I don't have the Texans. I have the Chargers. Okay. Okay. Because I think their, their defense is really good. Their defense now, is really good. Give me three weeks in, and one of those teams is switching to the Jets. It's going to go ahead and let you know. Dude, if we I, open I up the 3-0, I'm like all in. I'd put the Jets ahead of the Texans if I'm ranking the AFC. Ah, I am anti-Houston, dude. I don't believe in them at all. Yeah. I believe in Deshaun but and Hop, and that's literally it. I, I only believe in Hop. I don't think Watson's that good. Oh, my gosh, dude. I forgot you were a Watson hater. You, I can't wait to get – you're going to get proved wrong. Just, dude, remember, I was a Watson hater initially, and then you and Jeffrey convinced me otherwise. Because then I was thinking, oh, he plays his best in big games. That's what I like. I'm out again, though. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out on Deshaun. You fool. I don't think um, he's got a good ball. I think he's a winner. I think that's what you want in a quarterback is you want a winner. That's what you know, Dak is. You don't want Matt Dak. Ryan might be a more polished and better quarterback than Deshaun, but Matt Ryan's not a winner. That's true. That is true. I will give you that. I really doesn't contribute anything, but I just really hope Arnold's listening to that. <laughs> uh, so AFC Championship. AFC Championship game. Chiefs. Colts. Mm, Colts. Pats. Okay. 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 I am very high on the Chiefs this year. Again. I am too. I am too. Um, I, until I am proven otherwise, I, I'm not picking against the Pats, though. Okay. I can't do it. That's that's fair. I mean, they've been there, what, three out of the past four years? Yeah. They've won it, I think. Uh, it's crazy. Okay, so and I, I just want to throw this in there. This is the first year in a while that – like normally leading up to a season, I'll, I'll get this feeling. Two years ago it was the Eagles. Last year it was the Chiefs. Like I just felt good about them. I don't have that team this year. I'm kind of all over the map trying to find out who I really like. And I think that is why I'm very excited about my NFC pick. Okay. I have Packers-Eagles. And okay. I think this is the Packers year. I'm being serious. <laughs> Dude, you say it every year. It doesn't change. I'm being dead serious. This is Packers year. Were you joking last year? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is okay. the year. New coach, new energy. Rodgers, yesterday, they said, had the best practice he's ever had. We are going to run the ball. We're going to control the line of scrimmage on defense. I love our secondary. I would, we're weak at linebacker, but we're fine everywhere else. I would sacrifice... Every second of footage of Antonio Brown's feet and helmet and Richie Cognito punching somebody in the face for 20 minutes of Rodgers in practice. A hard knocks of Rodgers in practice just complaining about how dysfunctional the team is. <laughs> that's what I want to see. That's all he's doing. There's no relationship there. The team That's is what the media bolding. says he's doing. There's That's relationships. What... <laughs> if you go watch... Rogers says he's doing. <laughs> he's a jokester. He's laughing the whole time. He's hitting oh, people on the no, butt. He's, he's not. Great. No, he's not. Yes, he's he been he's been in Wisconsin too long. All the cheese has gone to his head. He thinks he owns the whole place. He does. Yeah. He's he's tearing the team apart. He's tearing the team apart, even though he's the greatest quarterback. <laughs> the Packers have ever seen. I don't care. I, I want to see that footage of him 
you know, cussing out one of his wide receivers and then never throwing in the ball again. Now we'll see the wide receiver cry about in the locker room and everyone just tell him that's just how he is. It's what Aaron does. It's just Aaron being Aaron. Can we get this blasphemy out of here? I want to see freaking Achilles walk over in his walking boot and, you know, try and talk to Aaron and Aaron just trip him up and walk away. <laughs> that's it. Dude, get that garbage out of here. <laughs> get that trash out of my house. He's winning the Super Bowl this year, dude. He's going to get ring okay. number two. Okay, well, my NFC Championship, I hated both my picks. Right now it's Bears-Falcons just because I didn't want to pick any of the people that I had in the NFC. I, I don't oh, know that's interesting. I just didn't want to pick any of them. I, I don't think the Eagles are making it. I, I had him as a division winner if Zeke doesn't play, but I don't think they're going to go all the way. So Bears-Falcons in Super Bowl, I have Pats-Falcons. I just get this weird feeling that They'll make it there. The Falcons will have a great season. They'll get up in the Super Bowl and just blow like a 25-point lead. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. I just, I just like literally see it happen. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, I, I could sign up for that. That would, that would be fascinating to watch if it ever happened. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Man, Dude, crazy. imagine the 30, of, 30 for 30 on that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, dude, that Bears-Falcons pick is very interesting. You're you're high on them. I was very high on the Bears last year. A lot higher than I am this year. And I feel like since I'm a disbeliever, they might prove me wrong. I don't know. Okay. All right. I just don't see Trubisky ever playing in the Super Bowl. I don't see it either. He just doesn't feel like he fits in. (laughs) It makes me think it's good. It's like that's uh, very Costanza of you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going uh, Chiefs over Packers Super Bowl. Okay. Wow, so you're losing. I think the Chiefs are winning the whole thing this year. Interesting. So one-on-one, you think the Chiefs could just beat the Pack? Like, give it 10 games. How many does the Pack win? Pack wins uh, two. A two out of 10? Dude, I, I think Mahomes is just transcendent. I think, I, he's, I think he is too. I think he is unbelievable. I mean, the Chiefs really didn't have a defense last year. They still really don't have a defense this year, at least like secondary-wise. Dude, let me ask you this. You put Tyreek Hill on, on the left side. You put Miko running a 4-3 on the right. Okay? Let's say you're running a cover two. Let's say both safeties go and take away the, the deep ball on both sides. You now have Travis Kelsey wide open over the middle on a linebacker. That's a good point. It's, and, and you still got Sammy Watkins running crossers underneath. It's over, dude. And you got Damian Williams who balled out last year. That's a good point. Who's stopping that offense? I mean, how do you stop it? I don't, literally, the only thing is, like, game plan wise, like, I feel like you basically have to play some sort of man with, like, two safeties over the top. And your yeah. only chance is to, like, send a blitz and then hope that, you know, you can. Because, like, Nicole, they're pretty small. So if you can, like, jam that's them up true. for, like, a half second. But yep, even then, yeah. like, that's tough. It's, it's really tough, tough to jam someone who runs a 4 3 at the line. But you might be yeah. right because you've got to out physical. Out physical. Them. Yeah. I don't know. But so uh, the only thing I have is I asked Darby for her Super Bowl winning prediction. Okay. And she gave me the Bengals. Dude, that is weird that you say that. Does she have an explanation? Um, well, she said the Tigers initially. I told her there weren't Tigers. She's like, well, what about the ones with the striped helmets? Like, those are the Bengals. She's like, yeah, them. Okay. This is weird. Two years ago. Remember Ray? Yeah. Two years ago. 
I hadn't talked to Ray in like a couple months and I saw her on campus. She comes up to me and you know, you remember the Chick-fil-A right there at Tate? Yeah. We're sitting outside there and somehow we started talking about football and she, and she had just gotten back from uh, England. She'd studied abroad and she goes, Oh, by the way, I know who's winning the Super Bowl this year. I said, who? She said, the Bengals. I said, what are you talking about? They're horrible. She goes, I had this guy come up to me in England. And I, I don't remember if she said he, he was like a homeless guy or like just some crazy guy in the streets. But like this random guy comes up to her and just starts spewing nonsense. Like, like just total gobbledygook. And kept saying, the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. The Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. So she bought into it. I think they won four games that year. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's so shocking. It's how weird. That could basically be the Bengals this year too. It very well could be. So I don't know what it is with these girls telling us that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl year in, year out. I don't know either. So I just thought it was, I thought it was an interesting pick. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I have for football. Good. Should we get into our new segment? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay. So let's hear it. Okay. So this might be the most creative segment I've ever devised. Ooh, let's go. Not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're gonna call this chopped. This is our chopped segment. So it's like the show on Food Network, chopped. Right. I was just watching it for you. I was thinking about maybe spelling it T C H O P P E D, kind of like a little like mm. uh, Tchaikovsky, like the Russian guy. Yep. Chopped T C hot. Our lives revolve around Russians. I don't know if you've noticed that. Interesting. Very they good play, point. They probably played this idea in your brain. You just didn't see it. You were looking through your Instagram page no, dude, times. No. And it was just subliminal messaging. I think that was the Chinese. No. <laughs> they put it in my WeChat. <laughs> okay, so we're going to call this Chopped. And I have three rounds set up. So we have a breakfast round, we have an entree round, and we have a dessert round. I don't eat breakfast. We can just skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the comedian callbacks right now. We're really firing on all cylinders. So the first round is going to be kind of like Chopped, actually. Now, this whole thing is revolving around the female. The, okay. the, the species that is the female. Right. So that's a little twist on it. Let's just get right into the breakfast course. I'm going to give you three things in each round, and you need to make some sort of cohesive blank that I'm going to tell you to make. <laughs> okay? Okay. So for the breakfast round, I, I need you to create a cohesive meal that you would cook a girl on a third date. Okay? Here are your ingredients. We're going to start you off easy. Bacon. Licorice and Nilla wafers. Okay, so I'm literally making a breakfast meal out of those. This first round, and it has to impress a girl. It doesn't have to be a breakfast meal. It's you're on a third date. You've oh, gone on two dates. Okay, okay, okay. You've gone on two dates. It's gone well so far. You've invited her over to your apartment, and you're cooking her dinner. But you look in the pantry, and all you have is bacon, licorice, and Nilla wafers. Now I know you're a great cook. So what are you going to make? All right. So I look in the pantry and I see bacon, vanilla, and vanilla wafers, right? Bacon, licorice, and vanilla wafers. Licorice. Sorry. Licorice and vanilla wafers. So 
obviously what's happened here is I went to the store. I bought bacon super late at night and I put it in the pantry instead of the fridge. So I open the pantry. <laughs> I see this. And I'm like, oh gosh, I have to throw this out before she sees it. She's looking over my shoulder. I quickly toss it to the top shelf of the pantry and just grab the null wafers and licorice. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her to go sit down, put on a movie. I lay out the null wafers one by one. I grab the licorice. Here's a question. As someone who's never eaten licorice, I imagine it as Twizzlers. Is that similar at all? Yeah, it's black Twizzlers. Okay, yeah. So I wrap, I just wrap the licorice in little bows around the little wafers. <laughs> and oh, I gosh. put it on a tray. Um, do I have sprinkles? Uh, I'll give you sprinkles. Yeah. You give me sprinkles? Yeah. No, I'll give you sprinkles. I'll put some sprinkles on it. This is a Christmas date meal. So obviously this is around Christmas. And I tell her, all right, I made Christmas presents. She's like, Christmas presents? And then I show her, and it's just wrapped in little wafers oh, and Twizzlers. That's beautiful. And you could have Elf on TV while he's making a syrup concoction. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Dude, TC, that's impressive. Good answer. <laughs> on the spot, pretty good answer. Is licorice any good? Oh, I hate it. I hate licorice. I love Twizzlers, though, but licorice is gross. I thought you just said Twizzlers were licorice. Well, uh, I think that might be a type of licorice. I think licorice though is the flavor. Like, it just Doesn't it just sound like disgusting candy? It's gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. It just doesn't even have a good name. It is absolutely filthily disgusting. Yeah. Okay, TC, great round. Great round. Okay, hey. we're moving on to the entree of our episode. I need you to give me a cohesive first date out of these three things. I'm going to give you three things. You have to somehow mm-hmm. mesh them together into a successful first date. Your first thing is... You have access to a private tour of a local dairy farm. Your second thing is a bottle of (laughs) Pepto-Bismol. And your third thing is a saxophone. (laughs) I'll say it one more time. You have three things. I need a cohesive first date that goes well. You have access to a private tour of a local dairy farm. You have a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. And you have a saxophone. What are you going to do? That. <laughs> How long did you spend coming up with these? It's not like you asked me. Well, I spent most of the time just trying to come up with some sort of idea that was decent. And this obviously is not great. But I was like, I'm going to pick something and then see what happens. So, all right. You know how we talked about yesterday? We are talking about Nick and his things with the interviews. Yeah. This would be similar, but with dates, like I talked about. This would be the date yes. I take a girl on just for the story to see what happens. Yes. And obviously, it's going to turn out to be a success because – It's you. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so however I won these free tickets to the dairy farm tour, uh, obviously, I'm ecstatic and think this is perfect. I'll bring her there. Um, <laughs> I'll bring her there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what goes into a dairy farm tour. Uh, my – thoughts and you can kind of add in what you think might be in there we see the cows we see the cows being milked by some sort of machine we see where the milk is processed (laughs) and at the end of the tour you have sort of like a coke factory like fountain where you get to taste all sorts of different milk your skim your one percent your two percent your whole yeah it's all there yeah yeah like if you wanted to you could walk through the fields like it's it's a nice looking place like like there's like rolling pastures are the cows like out there? 
there, there are cows out there. Imagine it's like the field at, at uh, North Paulding. I'm not walking but, to the fields. Now, there is a slaughterhouse. So maybe you don't <laughs> want to go there. But if you go to the right spots, it is, you know, it's decently romantic. Slaughter? I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, not walking through the fields. Um, I, all right, so we'll do the whole tour. We'll grab some free bottles of milk. Okay. Um, what was my third thing? A saxophone. A saxophone. Uh, and you can assume that you can play it. Oh, this is great. This is great. Um, all right, so we do the whole dairy farm tour. Uh, I will. All right. I get there super early, right? Because okay. uh, obviously I'm really good friends with the guy that owns the dairy farm to set up this tour. Of course, yeah. So of course. I changed my mind. We're going to walk through the fields. Um, I'll set up a little <laughs> blanket down at some little small pasture away from all of the cow poop and the cows and everything that smells really bad. Okay. Uh, we do the tour. We walk okay. through the fields. And when we get to there, I have the saxophone <laughs> where I will play it for her in the fields and the bottle of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> so she can take that after she listens to me play the saxophone. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love just getting to listen to your brain just search. <laughs> you just go down all these different yeah, rows and then you put it together. Yeah, Bang, yeah. Go down it. one, backtrack, go down this other one. That was good. Another oh, great answer. Another great answer. <laughs> Dude, this is great. Um, okay. All right. So, so far, it's been a great meal. Uh, now, all we need is dessert. So, I need a pickup line that you're going to use on a girl you meet in a coffee shop. Here are your three words you have to put in to the pickup line. It doesn't have to be one line. You know, it could be like just, you know, an intro. Whatever. Your first word is seismograph. Your second word is fortune cookie. And your third word is angel. Angel. Seismograph, fortune cookie, angel. And you're, I'll set the scene as you think. You're in a local coffee shop, not Starbucks, maybe something a little bit more cultured, a little bit more quaint, quirky, as as the youths say these days. She's sitting there with a chestnut praline frappuccino, headphones in, slight bob to the head as she listens to her music. Maybe her foot's tapping on the ground, too, as she keeps beat. You walk in. You order whatever you order. You sit down. You're there to do a little bit of work. You look up from your laptop, and you see her. She's glowing. Brunette, freckles. Long-term cute. That's the scene. So, just looking online, you can personalize a fortune cookie for $20. I like the way you think. So, I go to the coffee shop. I see the scene you described. I order hot chocolate because coffee sucks. I like and it. I walk towards her and I sit down and I have a little bit of, it's a good word, uh, maybe a bit of a panicked look in my eye. And so okay. I'm like, hey, hey, listen, I was looking at my seismograph this morning. And there was <laughs> a giant earthquake here. Did you feel it? And she's going to be like, what? No, I didn't feel the earthquake. I was like, man, it's crazy. It's like an angel fell from the ground and I stopped and looked like ah and then I pull out the fortune cookie and I lay it on her in front of her and say open it and at this point she'll get up and walk away because that's so stupid 
but that's what I got. <laughs> that is, that was so close to being amazing. I thought you had something at the end that was just going to be boom. No, no. She'll open the fortune cookie. Uh, what am I going to have in there? What if it just says, um, I love you? <laughs> okay. So let me explain this real quick. You know, when I was texting you the other day and yeah. I accidentally sent you my location on the map. With yeah. Chinese what was like, that, dude? So I was, you know how I do that thing where I'll type out a Chinese proverb and then translate it to what it actually says. Yeah. 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 So back in 10th grade, Mason Bowen put 32 different uh, language keyboards on my iPhone and so for the past, what was that? Six years. Every uh-huh. time I've switched to an emoji, I've had to switch back to English. And then invariably, somehow, it always switches to English Japan or English UK and not English US. <laughs> and I'll have to scroll up through 30 different Englishes and like Dutch, German, Japanese, like all of it to get back to the English. Uh, so the other day, I got so sick of it. I just deleted every single keyboard except for one Chinese keyboard which turned out to not actually be a Chinese keyboard. It was a Chinese punctuation shorthand keyboard. And so when I was trying to type out the Chinese proverb, whatever I hit was the shorthand button to send my location to you, plus whatever <laughs> else I had typed out under it. So that's why that happened. I didn't know how to explain what? it at the time. But <laughs> yeah, I what did you say again? You're just like, uh, just ignore that. We're yeah, not this I was like, so I have cool. no idea how to explain how that happened. Uh, so I say all that to say, I will write some random Chinese stuff on there in the fortune cookie. She'll open it, be completely confused, and I'll say, oh, that's just a Chinese proverb. It means, shoot, what's it going to mean? I'm usually really good at coming up with these. Uh, It means we're meant to be together. You are the branch. I am the tree. Together we sway in the wind. I think that's a successful three-course meal. <laughs> Very well done. That was our first segment of Chopped. Dude, Chopped, that was great. Baby. That was great. I want to come up with one, too. I'm going to have one for you next time. Okay. That, that's a lot of fun. Put me through the ringer. Um, hey, so, dude, that's very impressive. Live, no prep, just pulling <laughs> stuff out of your butt. That's good stuff, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Good job on you. That was, that was creative. Give yourself props. Um, yeah. So before we had started the podcast, I had found a quiz of what type of podcast should you start. I okay. forgot about it until I looked up how much it took to customize your own fortune cookies. So I'm going to give you this quiz real quick and oh, let's let's do it. podcast you should start making. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so there's 10 questions. What kind of books do you like the most? Your choices are romance, biography, crime, self-help, fiction, or other. I will go, uh, uh, I'll go biography. Biography? What news section of the newspaper do you read first? Lifestyle? Arts? The funnies? <laughs> politics? Or classifieds? Uh, let's go the funnies. The funny. What is classifieds? That's like all the Area 51 stuff we talked about earlier. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see it, but this is like the worst quiz website I've ever found in my life. (laughs) Okay. Um, Add, add, add. Okay. Time for the school play. Which of these roles would you be cast in? 
the writer, the set designer, the director, the lead, or the comic relief? Uh, <laughs> uh, give me uh, give me comic relief. Okay. Uh, which job would you rather have? Therapist, author, comedian, musician, or engineer? Where is uh, financial analyst in Madison middle, middle-sized company? It's weird. Those are, great, those are great out. I can't select them. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what are the options again? Engineer, author, comedian, therapist, or musician? I would say musician. Okay. I think we're already therapists. We have a podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. If you were convicted of a crime you didn't commit, what would you do? Create an escape plan? Kick some butt? Act insane to get acquitted. <laughs> Adopt a secret identity. Honestly explain yourself. Uh, I'm making a secret escape plan. Okay. Uh, what do you do in your free time? TV, movies, friends, workout, hobbies. <laughs> that is so generic. <laughs> I don't know what podcast this is going to say. I would say TV, movies. TV, movies. Um, if you die, where are you going to go? Does anyone know? reincarnation heaven or who cares <laughs> i'm saying heaven i think if you die as a podcast creator you automatically get reincarnated as another podcast creator oh gosh dude like so i get reincarnated into you <laughs> yeah. we just switch spots freaky friday fortune yeah, cookie two clowns and goes on for eternity um <laughs> do you like the sound of your own voice <laughs> oh my gosh i no. avoid hearing it yeah yeah this is like we've talked about that before. It's terrible. It's awful. This. I, I can. I've only listened to one of our episodes. It was um, Dunk Irk. It was the one I listened to. <laughs> What's the best way to get what you want? Your brain, your gut, hard work, or know the right people, or your heart? I say hard work. Hard work. It's a lot more serious than I was initially led to believe. Which word would you use in a poem about food? <laughs> Moist. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Decadent, scrumptious, flavorful, frothy. Frothy's a good one. Yeah, it's frothy. Frothy, all right? It's like butterbeer. Calculating. What is this going to tell us? I don't know. <laughs> you, should, you should make a music podcast. To you, music has never just been a background noise or filler. It's something that brightens every moment of your life. You don't just like music. You live music. From bands to old favorites to obscure indie you love music the way some people love their pets. Go Ugh. ahead and channel their podcasts. Good podcast. Yeah. So I should have taken the quiz myself before I forced it on you. Um, but yeah, so we're a music podcast now. I, I like it. I like it. I would not say I'm into indie, but I do like dancing to music. Okay. Initial and singing thoughts. in the car. Initial thoughts. We both get an instrument. Have you, have you ever played instruments? Are you an instrument guy? I played a saxophone on this date. I went to at a dairy farm one time. <laughs> How'd that turn out? Went well. Went actually very well. Actually, not that well. She threw up. Man, you should have some uh, Pepto. I should have. I should have thought ahead. <laughs> I think future us that has money from being a successful podcast buys an instrument. We pick each other's instruments. Okay. And then we play them live, and that's our episode. We just. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Like a live concert on air. Yeah. I call flute. I pick your I, – I, I will give you uh, – I beg for flute or piccolo, either one. 
please, yeah, please, Papa. You, you please. Get the piccolo. Oh my gosh, you get the piccolo. Okay, you're getting the uh, you're getting the harp. <laughs> we're we're harping and fluting our way to the leaderboards, and the we get charts. new graphic art of two clowns playing a piccolo and a harp. Well, that would be beautiful. Con- while a goat conducts. That would be beautiful. By the way, uh, I have been absolutely eviscerated for, I think it was our last podcast, saying you, you brought up something about a dog dying. And I said, good. <laughs> and I immediately after that said, I should not have said that. I have been eviscerated by people for that. When did I say that? What you were we talking some, about? I don't even remember. It was so long ago. But you said something about a dog dying. And I... Like a dog ran out into the road and got hit, and I was like, "Good." <laughs> and maybe I was it. like, "I should not have said that." I don't I, doubt it at all. I've taken so much heat for it, dude. It was uh, such a bad, bad move. It's fine. It'll blow. This politics. This is why we need a politics podcast so we can know how to handle our own PR. Ah, good point, dude. Good point. Um, okay. Should we get to our mount? Uh, yeah. Let's do a quick bachelor update. Have you watched any Paradise? I have not seen any Paradise. I am going over to some friends to watch the second episode tomorrow. Okay. I haven't seen any either. And that was our Bachelor update. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our Mount. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is our Mount Rushmore. Is it still Mount Rushmore season? Yes. Still Mount Rushmore season. When does Mount Rushmore season end? I don't actually know when it starts. I Perfect. say we give it until the end of September and then we'll just switch to back to random mountains. I like it. Okay. So this is our Mount Rushmore of... Guys in the office. Mount Rushmore of office stereotypes. The clowns you deal with every day. And you said guys. Yeah. Obviously, girls, you apply to these stereotypes too. Yes. You're not yes. free. You are these people. Yes. Yes, exactly. These are just office stereotypes. People you deal with in the office. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll kick it off. <sighs> My first office stereotype is... And this one really gets under my nerves. Is the any plans this weekend guy? This is a guy who comes in. He will literally never say anything else to you other than any plans for the weekend, laddie. You do anything fun this weekend? That and that's it. So you can basically only talk to him on Monday and Friday. If it's Tuesday through Thursday. There's nothing to say to each other. <laughs> I hate it. It's so uncomfortable. Friday, you say what you're doing this weekend. Monday, you recap what you did this weekend. And then That's you don't it. have to talk to us this week. That's it. That's all it is. Yep. It's the only interactions you'll have with them. Yep. Oh, man. See, I have those guys, but they don't speak in Irish accents. <laughs> okay. Okay. But So it's a universal thing. I like it. Uh, okay. So my first one is the fake sports guy. Ooh. This is the guy that talks about sports but doesn't know what he's talking about. So yes. you find these people out super quick whenever you actually start talking about a game. Yeah. Mention any player, they're, they, they're lost. If you actually get the details of what happened in the game, they're lost. But they'll <laughs> always want to talk about the game. It's weird. I, I was doing this with a, there's another, there's another football guy, quotes, uh, and he wanted to ask me about the Jets because I have a Jets thing on my desk. Yeah. He said he watched the preseason game. He hadn't watched the preseason game. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> what a fraud, dude. A he's fake sports guy. You. Now, I know who's not a fake sports guy, and that's Rick Revis. Rick Revis, but he's a living legend. Yeah. Yeah, ain't nothing about him fake. Oh, double R, the alliteration. <laughs> guy, dude. Oh, okay. Man. All right, my second one is the 
let me send an email at 10 p.m. to all senior management to gain favor, guy. It, it, the email is always oh, pointless. Man. It's just to show, hey, I'm still working and it's 10 o'clock. Let me send an email so you know. <laughs> oh, get out of here, you clown. Just yep. get out of here with that garbage. I yep. hate those people. I, because we had our recruiting meeting today, and I told you I started working with like the social media team. Yeah. yeah and yeah. one of the things was I was going to help, because I say the social media team is really like one person right now. And I was going to help her write some text ads for LinkedIn or whatever. Right. And she had apparently sent an email yesterday at 11 o'clock at night. And I was talking about, oh, yeah, the email that Margaret sent this morning. And Caroline's like, she sent it at 11 o'clock last night. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I was on my email at 11 o'clock at night, and I got an email, and I was really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, okay, so you thought it was weird too then, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just Fugazi. It's just for show. I, I don't I, – I hate it, dude. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. So – uh, my second one is there's the, oh, I'm on a diet guy. <laughs> and it's not only that they're on a diet. It's that why their diet, like you should be on a diet too. Uh, I guess, like, I've heard people say like, you know how you hear this stuff about vegetarians and vegans, how they always kind of want to pressure you to do it. Right. Because I've known some and I haven't felt that, but like the, yeah, just yeah, yeah. people in this office, my gosh, like I need to stop eating meat. That's all I hear. Really? Oh, you go? Oh, like they give you garbage for it? Not garbage, but like I'll have the, these actual heart-to-heart conversations about – I say heart-to-heart. It's more like heart to me and me blankly staring back <laughs> about why I need to stop eating meat and how much help if I didn't go to you know, Saxby's or Chick-fil-A or Subway or pretty much any other place. Those are American staples. <laughs> we grew up on all of those. Yeah, so it's so it's so weird. It's so weird, and everyone's on a di- everyone's on a diet in this office. Everyone. It's got to be a Dutch thing. <laughs> yeah. So. So who are the Dutch? <laughs> okay, so the majority of the Dutch are in upper management okay. and engineering. So my direct supervisor is Dutch, uh, and she has been converted to being vegan by Christine the vegan that works with me. So interesting. Yeah. It sounds like a weird office you're in. It's a weird office. So Christine has converted everyone right now, except for me into being a vegan. Can vegans eat bagels? Uh, they cannot. <laughs> really? Are you joking? Yeah. I, I don't think they can. I don't know if they, cause I asked her about it and she sort of said no. And then she went on and like about the stuff she can and can't eat. And I just tuned it out. Because it was really boring. If it's made with egg, they can't have it, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. So literally because every time she talks about it, I try – because like I know if I can just sit down and have this conversation once, I'll be able to like not have it again. But so I keep trying to ask her questions about it that way like – because like every time I go, I'm like, oh, do you need something from the kitchen? And it just turns into a whole thing and suddenly I'm trapped in these conversations every single day about what she can and can't eat. And it's just the worst. (laughs) That sounds horrible, dude. You got you got to you got to put an end to that. Nick would put an end to that immediately. It's like <laughs> you know how like you said you just find yourselves in these conversations and you don't know why but you keep pushing the issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know what you meant until now. Like I keep pushing it. I don't know why cuz I don't like it, but I have to do it. Yeah. I don't know. You got to do it. It's part of like the adventure. So for some something about it is just like, oh, here I am again. Let's see how far in I can get yep. this time. I like it. Okay. <laughs> My third one is the I know the keyboard shortcut for that guy. 
The kid I sit next to is doing this all the time. I'll like I'll say, hey, like come here and look at this. I need your help. And he comes over and I ask him like a very specific question about like a concept in finance. And he comes over and he's like, Well, well, I'd uh, I'd actually do it this way. And he like grabs my keyboard and starts like mashing buttons and doing stuff. He's like, you know, you can do this faster. I'm like, that's great, but what about this? What about this thing I'm doing here? And he's just like, oh yeah, Alt P tilde, blah 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 blah. Stop, stop. I'm fine with my keyboard skills. I don't need every shortcut for everything. So that's my number three. Full confession time, because I like we were friends in high school, but I really still didn't think I knew you that well. <laughs> okay. Up until about twelfth grade, I would have thought you would have been that guy. <laughs> Because all I knew was, like, you were number one in the class. You were good at, like, the math and sciences. I, like, if you'd ask me, who knows the keyboard shortcut to do this, I'd be like, Alex probably (laughs) (laughs) I hope I've grown out of that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good now. Don't worry. Um, So mine is similar. Uh, Wait, what was I going to say? Is it, is it that, is it the, the Stimson? That, yeah, that's Stimson, yeah. That's not Stimson? Okay. Sound like Stimson. Yeah, that's a Stimson. Um. All right, so mine is uh, the guy that cares too much guy. This oh, is the guy gosh. that – because I, like, I go to work. I feel like I want to do a good job. I want to do my job and just get home. This is the guy that takes it to the next level. Yep. Like his emails are the most important emails. What he's saying is the most important thing. Drop it and do it now. And then they brag about how much they do that week. Like I'm just – I yep. couldn't care less about how much success you've had right now. Because this I, I is know. this job is not that great. I, I totally one hundred percent agree. Uh, and I'm going to group one of mine in there with that one because it's similar. Okay. It's the I haven't missed a day of work in 15 years guy. <laughs> and it's like why? Okay. Like you haven't been yeah. sick in 15 years? Get out of here, yeah. you liar! Yeah, why, why are you proud about that? It's the same guy. It's the same exact guy. <laughs> Say, I know. Um, okay, so my last one is. I've got two more. I'll throw out one more and I'll do an honorable mention at the end. Yeah. It's, it's this, I get, I send an email and two seconds after I get a phone call guy. (laughs) I have this guy who will send me an email and you know how it like pops up on the bottom right hand corner, like a little notification. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just starting to show up. Like it's fading in. And my phone there's, there's rings. There's a delay. Yeah. And my yeah. phone rings. And I'm like, hey, Paul, what's going on? He's like, Alex. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> As I'm trying to click open this email to see what he's about to yell at me for. <laughs> he's like, did you get my email? I'm like, what? <laughs> you just sent it literally two seconds ago. And then he starts asking me questions about it. I'm like, I haven't read this yet, bro. Like, give me at least 10 minutes to read this before you call me. I can't stand it, dude. Nice. I can't nice. stand it. I don't know why he does it. And so I did it, I did it back to him once. Because <laughs> he's done this to me for like four months. And one day I was like, I'm going to get it back. <laughs> so I got the phone ready. I had the number dialed. And I hit send. And then I picked up the phone and it started ringing. And he answered. He's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, hey, did you get my email? He's like, oh, you're just sending email now and calling me immediately? I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I learned it from the best, my bro. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's a fun little dynamic we have. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, 
so my last one is the constantly sighs at his desk guy. Uh, so <laughs> yes, this is, yes, dude. Yes, That's this genius. is virtually almost everyone around me. But like, like, the, like no one, no one really probably loves their job that much here. Yeah, but like, I don't need to listen to you sigh about it all day. That's something amazing, like, dude. oh my gosh, because then I feel pressured to ask what's wrong, and then <laughs> invariably I hear about it, and I'm like, ah, I really didn't care, <laughs> especially. Like, if it's a personal thing, like, yeah, I'll probably care more. But if it's just this work thing, like, yeah, sorry, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, that is spot on, dude. Oh, that's my favorite one that you had. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, honorable mention, throwing it out. Uh, the what does that guy actually do guy. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. There is this guy named, his name is Don. Okay. It's spelled Dan, but it's Don. What? He's Dutch. Because <laughs> he's Dutch. Okay. I don't know what he does. And today I ran into him at the exact same spot four different times. I would be, I have to round a corner to go to the water fountain. And so I cut through the break room. And as I'm rounding the corner, he's also riding the corner. And every single time he gave me a nod, said, Hey, that uh, in Dutch accent. I cannot do Dutch accent. I'm going to figure this out. Again. He I'm says, what? Come out. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. And I say, excuse me. <laughs> and we do a little like, you know how like you're little two step. You're, you're passing by, yeah, a little two step, and do like a, a body bend away from each other as we dodge, and then keep walking. Yeah, four different times today. I, I don't know what he does. All I know is he got extended to stay here, and it made uh, what I don't know her name. It made someone super annoyed because since he got extended to stay here, she had to give up her desk so that he could have her desk because someone else came back and kicked him from his spot to her desk. And I, all I ever see is he's got his AirPods in. And he's just sitting there as computer on his phone. Good for him. That that guy has found a little spot in this world <laughs> that no one cares about, and he just gets to exist there uninterrupted. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. I, I respect that guy so much. <laughs> he's a legend, dude. Yeah, but that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. That's all I got, TC. That's all I got, too. Um, Not bad for a podcast with hardly any notes. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, think over so an hour and a half. We got a. I was. We're getting back in the groove. Back in. We are. Every week we're, we're back. We took like a little yeah. summer break. We had a lot yeah, going that's on. Yeah, basically what it was. Uh, we got a lot of Fortnite in. We got a lot of Fortnite in. We figured out we are definitely not weekend podcasters. Hundred percent. Just yeah. Whenever we say hey, so, let's do it this weekend, it just means let's just do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. But we'll just keep pretending so, like when we wake up Sunday morning, like uh, like I think I'm actually busy today. But we'll just play. Yeah. We'll just keep playing along with the joke. Uh, I like how we, we say we're busy today, and then we literally played Fortnite for like, <laughs> gosh, like eight hours. Dude, I think we're getting actually pretty good though. We're not. Yeah. Like I, I've never yeah, felt imagine, better. Like in the Mexico out too. Like, we could have won so many more games off those mics in there. I, I totally Especially, agree. like, Saturday, it was just us. Like, we were destroyed. That one game we had on the volcano was... Oh, that was great. It was just everything you wanted. Like, it was just... Like, inside, I was pure panic. But somehow, my hands were calm. And, like, <laughs> it's taken, like, a year and a half of playing to get to that point. Where it's like, yep. okay, I can just... Like, I don't have to push these guys right under me. I can sit here and wait for them to do something dumb. Yep, yep. It's game changing, dude. Okay, but so that's our show. Uh, we will be back next week. While I'm looking at my messages now, Brienne literally texted me one: "Why are there no new podcasts? Two: How's the job?" <laughs>
Perfect. So perfect. We have one listener waiting and ready for this podcast already. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we'll be back next week. All right. Adios. <laughs>